I don't get it. Welcome to Expanse Day 2. We are currently camped out in the Arts Barns lobby watching a piece called The Side Door Project with a gal named Desiree. She has been drinking steadily since the start of this piece, mixing various types of liquor. Um, right, they're scattered around her feet in various, uh, various containers and cups in various amounts. And it's sort of like the vibe is sort of the... The drunken rant that you probably shouldn't have, shouldn't be hearing, but is is coming out now, anyways. That's yeah, the vibe. Yeah, and there, there is some milk mixed into the different shots oh and boy. different amounts. It is a little bit um, uh, disarming. She's kind of gone through different outfits, and she's finally let her hair all the way down. She started out in kind of like a military-style outfit, um, mm. then went through sort of like a headscarf, really kind of demure nightgown type thing. Right. Um, now it's just blouse, pants, and drink. And, and lines like, I gave you everything came out. Cheers, ooh, a toast. She is interacting with people in the lobby, direct eye contact, kind of following people around as they pace around, go to the bathroom and stuff like that. She said hello to some girl then walked away. That was the extent, but it happened. (laughs) There is a large vase on one corner of the stage where she seems to be pouring a lot of the remnants of what's left in these glasses into it. Um, I'm a little bit terrified as to what's going to happen to that vase at the very end of the piece. Please don't check it. I mean, that's your call. (laughs) You're on your journey, but... Also happening in the lobby at the same time, there is a um, nude man in white body latex paint. Which he's painted onto himself during during the first part of the, the evening. Yeah, it's about it's about 8 o'clock now. Um, he's been here since 7. He's gone through this entire piece, and he's going to be here until 10 o'clock, actually, uh, in, this, in this white paint, um, which is slowly sort of dried and is kind of starting to chip off now. So I'm interested in to see how the next two hours go. Right, absolutely. Um, his, uh, yeah, and uh, there's sort of a... For for the art house fans, the the uh, the imagery of it, he's sort of also with them. Um, in addition to just his body, he's got this sort of very light white fabric. The vibe is very the Cremaster cycle. If anyone's aware of that strange series of art house films, <laughs> that's sort of the physical visual vibe of it, um, which is interesting to see happening live. Yeah, um, yeah. Now Deanna has. It's has Desiree. Des- this oh boy. That, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Desiree has has uh, taken off her clothes, and this sort of what. Legs are sort of red. It looks like her red. Yeah, yeah, legs have red paint on them, mm-hmm. maybe symbolizing blood. But she's kind of getting into the actual dance bit now. She's really getting more physical, more fast in her movement, starting to interact with Tony, the guy in white paint. <laughs> Cussing. Cussing at the photographers, yeah, taking yeah, pictures classic. of hers. Classic. Kind of going on this rant about how we can make things. 
Right, it's sort of jumping between, like, I guess, um, as a drunken uh, rant may, mm-hmm. sort of the, the very, very personal, probably what you wouldn't normally reveal to a group of people, to sort of the huge, big sort of um, uh, societal questions about the choices we make as a, as a people, not just individually, yeah. but as a culture. And also as a really vulnerable person, someone who's getting emotional, getting a little bit uh, worked up about what she's talking right. about. A recurring line has been back to the real, mm-hmm. to sort of ground herself before she, she launches off into a different part of it. The only thing we can drink is the only thing that we can't make, she says. Watched it from a tent. There we go. We there live from from the Expanse Festival. This has been the I don't get it play by play of side stage <laughs> of of the side door project, side door project. with Desray, um, and I'm sure that we will find someone who has her full name for us. Um, she did not drink the um, vat of stuff I'm in the corner. Thank God. I, um, so I think honest. if I saw puking right now, I probably wouldn't have done very well at all. Right. But we, but we did. So, so next up, uh, yeah. We have, Coming um, up next, we are actually going to have a conversation with Deanna Peters, who is responsible for the piece that we just saw in the Westbury, right, which was called New Raw. Yeah, which was um, a um, largely improvised piece for four dancers. So set to, set to a score, set to sort of live uh, live uh, vinyl. But we'll have a chat with her uh, in just a minute. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Coming up, Deanna Peters. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome back to I Don't Get It. We're here in the, the uh, Porta podcast tent with, uh, with Deanna Peters, whose show New Raw uh, we just saw in the Westbury. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for crawling into this little tent with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess I just kind of wanted to start off by asking, because um, a lot of our audience is Edmonton, so mm-hmm. for an Edmonton audience who maybe doesn't quite know you mm-hmm. um, or hasn't seen you before, um, who are you and what do you mm-hmm. do? Where are you from? <laughs> well, I call myself a contemporary dance artist, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but today we were actually just talking about calling ourselves indie dance artists, because huh? we're on this gig away from our city, and we sort of feel like we're like an indie band or something on tour. Yeah. And we were thinking of popularizing that term because, like, people know indie music and indie film. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, you say contemporary dance, and people all of a sudden go into like a different dimension. A little bit of shock. Think about like, oh, it's like art speak or whatever. But I was thinking indie dance might actually just right away get who we are by saying that indie dance. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I work as a performer, a choreographer, teacher. And I work behind the scenes, as I was just mentioning to you, for mm-hmm. a lot of companies. And I sort of see everything that I do as my work. Sure. As my art. Yeah. As my creative projects. So I dance for other people, and I hire dancers to dance for me. And right. yeah. Cool. Anything I can do to sort of support dance projects, too. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe to, to start off, tell us a little bit about where, uh, where New Raw began mm. as, a, as a piece. Um, actually, it grew out of, I spent two years doing this research project where I had sort of made this discovery that everything I had created up until that point was derived from influences in music, film, literature, even like sort of ideas, psychology, and um, I was wondering, because I was invested in this lot of this experiential anatomy and somatic techniques, Mm -hmm. I was sort of wondering what would happen if I didn't have any 
thing with me to create and the idea was sort of eschewing external things to create from the inside out oh. and that idea came from the techniques that I was working on because that's what it was really about was sensing and feeling your body and so I thought oh I'm going to create from that place and so I spent two years doing that and then I really wanted to get into the studio with other people mm-hmm. and I didn't have the best time doing that but now I see that I actually learned quite a bit I just didn't know it sort of at the time and then I um, had an opportunity to have this work produced and create like funded through a dance company in Vancouver called Edam Dance and so I had this gig and then I'm just starting to think about what I want to do. So I did a bunch of modules, I called them, of different experiments, working on different ideas. And then I sort of solidified what the things were that I was working on. Mm -hmm. And it sort of ended up being only women. Mm -hmm. There was chairs in it. This one was only one, but we've had all sorts of chairs. And that's because I think chairs are always in the space. Mm -hmm. So maybe I was just sort of grappling for something and that external thing was in the space with me right. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. <laughs> but then it sort of got me into like a lot of the techniques I'm working on don't just apply to dance they apply to your physicality and your embodiment in everyday life mm-hmm. so I really saw that the lines between the studio and my life were really blurry and I thought well I'm gonna look into the things I'm interested in mm-hmm. and I'm interested in all sorts of music I have a record collection tape collection all these things and I'm like well why don't I feel like I can use that stuff in creating dance right mm-hmm. And so I felt like, oh, really, we're doing something here that is like feels really natural to me, but also maybe isn't so natural in the in the dance world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how we ended up with the aesthetics. The movement is all derived from improvisation because I, I just felt like keeping things alive in the moment uh, was useful for the performers and also allowed the audience to sort of experience the development mm-hmm. of the work mm-hmm. in the moment as opposed to presenting something finite. It was a little bit more open-ended and more of an exchange. Yeah, yeah. I have to felt. I have to say, I felt like as an audience member, a little bit involved and a little bit yeah, invested nice. in sort of like the kind of throwdowns mm. that they were that they were giving. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really um, powerful for mm. me in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, a lot mm. of personality came through mm. in every one of the dancers. I felt, mm-hmm. which was really interesting to watch, sort of as that played out and evolved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's funny as we break those rules, mm-hmm. you, like the rules I was just talking about, you just notice more and more rules. Like this rule I've realized recently is like, I've been working with these 21 dancers of this pre-professional program in Vancouver mm -hmm. called Modus Operandi. And we're in the space together. And there's this rule that you're not supposed to like bump or touch Mm. or like even really see each other, Hmm. you know? And all of a sudden I'm like, well, why is that a rule? Why can't you just sort of bump and it's okay yeah what's that (laughs) yeah so we keep finding all these rules and like one of them I think in the piece is like it's quite the focus is quite directed at the audience Mm -hmm. and I don't feel like I see that very often so I think that sort of invites the gaze of the audience onto the dancers so no one's feeling like should I be watching this or should I not be watching this yeah yeah well you're kind of definitely <laughs> called into it as an audience member for sure when someone comes out and just sort of like stares right at you that was mm-hmm. just fantastic I have to say too I felt and I'm not sure if it was kind of the mostly the costumes that really kind of tweaked mm. it in me but I felt this sort of nostalgia mm-hmm. um, for like the the sort of young young women mm-hmm. and and the way that young women interact with mm-hmm. each other um, just sort of sometimes a competitiveness or mm-hmm. like a kind of brash mm-hmm. attitude mm-hmm. Um, how was how did that um, how did the costumes really kind mm-hmm. of come into it so mm-hmm. Natalie Pershowitz people in Alberta might be um, familiar with her because she's from um, outside Calgary mm-hmm. 
and uh, she's worked a little bit in Calgary. But she and I sourced the like the clothes from things that I was already working with. Mm-hmm. Um, so the jacket I was already working with, it put on backwards. Yeah, there's that, like the backwards business jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that sort of came from like this commentary I always get about that I look like a man when okay. I'm dancing <laughs> and stuff. And I was, I don't know, and I, you know, working with the backside of her body a lot in this mm-hmm. piece. I'm not sure if that comes really through, mm-hmm. but that's a lot of like this moving backwards. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so that's sort of where that came about. And then like other things she really brought to the process, like the um, the oil slick kind of spark- sparkly material mm-hmm. is really her thing. She has a line called Hunt and Gather okay. in Vancouver. And she's an artist that works in so many different mediums and so many different so many different artists. And so she sort of brought that in and then we just discussed and we like felt, I felt like there was a lot of detail mm-hmm. kind of put into the little costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Poofs and belts and like makeup yeah, yeah. and things I never would have thought about. So I'm glad I had her and that was sort of her job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's where that came from. Any mm-hmm. significance to, to two different characters having the number 22 mm-hmm. or is that just sort of the... Well, that was, those were the two things that were sort of sourced from mm-hmm. me. Right, and originally okay. I created this duet where they were always stuck together. And it evolved into the duet you saw where it was more one person uh, touch, it was sort of, we called the touch duet. Mm-hmm. And that is not choreographed in any way. It's the one person directing the other through touch yeah, of yeah. like what to move, how to move. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was funny because I loved this idea of them revolving when they were stuck together. Mm-hmm. Right. But it sort of was a little sexual for like kind of what I wanted. I wanted it to be a bit more abstract. And so the 22s just sort of stayed okay yeah and that idea and like there's this trend i think in dance where like we're trying to express what's happening in our psyche mm-hmm. and there's this idea of sort of is it one person is it two people is it an expression of all of us you know like so it's sort right. of and like the fact that, that it's like sport jerseys i feel like yeah it sort of yeah. is like mm-hmm. what team are you on or <laughs> i don't know yeah, one of the like so in the, so just for listeners who aren't actually able to see it, um, the the two twenty two people are there's one who's kind of in like a sort of cheerleader outfit, right, yeah. and then there's one who's kind of in like a t shirt and is more of the manipulator really, mm-hmm. um, kind of guiding the one in the in mm-hmm. the cheerleader's outfit mm-hmm. on how to move and and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean. Uh, that's that's it was it was a pretty neat piece and the mm-hmm. way that it closed off with like mm-hmm. just the really big finish when everyone was just uh, kind of going all together right the mm-hmm. sort of shared movement yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it's in, it's fun in the piece because it is improvised yet we're like there's a structure of course but mm-hmm. it's nice how it's like how it comes to harmony I guess it was the the word I would use at yeah. the end. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, is there anything else at Expanse that you're looking forward to seeing or that you're able yeah, to? Yeah, we're going to see Got Smallpox tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen that yet. And um, we're going to see the raw program, which is the works in progress. Great. All right. Well, thanks so much. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. We'll see you around. Well, thanks everyone for listening to um, I Don't Get It, Expanse Day 2. The double. Yeah, the double day. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. been fun. Yeah, check out our, our Facebook for some photos as well. We've been taking those. Not just uh, audio this time around. Yeah, we got some good visuals. And, of course, you can tweet at us at I Don't Get It Dance. And the hashtag for Expanse is Be Moved. So if you've been moved, you should tweet about it. Yeah.
and use hashtags like a real person. <laughs> on Twitter, a real person on Twitter. Hashtag truth. All right, thanks everyone. We'll see you on day three. Um, we're going to be looking for a whole whack load of audience feedback on day three. So I hope if you've been at Expanse and you are dying to say something about something that you saw, that you will pop into the tent and share it with us at the late night party tomorrow. All right, you can hashtag be real in here. Say whatever you want. <laughs> oh boy, hashtag joke. Wow. Whoa. Great. Too, so many hashtags. Too jokes. right. Too wrong. All right. Too right. Good night, Paul. Bye. <laughs> I Don't Get It was recorded live as part of the Expanse Movement Art Festival at the ATB Arts Barns. It was recorded and edited by Andrew Paul. Our theme music is Mountain Time by Ghibli. And you can check out more about Ghibli and his greatness at ghibli.bandcamp.com. Sitting here thinking.